Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode eight of Dadzig Gaming. I am your host, Octane Pro. This week, as always, I am joined by Glock9 and Goldie. How's it going, gentlemen? Amazing. What's going on? So we're in week two of quarantine. You know, everyone's getting a little itchy, got to scratch in the scratch in the arms and stuff, you know, a little antsy around the house. Um, how have things been going for you guys? I know it's, you know, people are, we're finding this new norm and it's kind of weird to me. Like it kind of clicked today for me where it was like, this is my new norm is getting up and going to work at my desk downstairs. And it was so odd to me. So well, how's, how's the new norm for you guys? I've been loving it. I was made for this. <laughs> everyday life for me so the only new the only new norm is everybody being home now sure sure glock for you is your wife working remotely or what's that working out for you well, she she you know does most for you know she works part-time for the children's ministry for church so she does okay. most of her stuff you know from home anyways um but she's been doing a little bit more you know, same with um okay you know, she's been doing a little bit more than usual, especially with like team mom for baseball. Like, we just got all like the fundraiser stuff in, so like, we had to like, okay, well, we're gonna leave your stuff on the porch for you because <laughs> no one wants to come in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I mean that's that's what I'm finding uh, quite a bit. Like, uh, so my wife and I decided to do. We thought it would be fun to list just extra cash right now because everyone's hoarding cash. It's like for extra cash, it's like list three things on Facebook Marketplace every day, each of us. And so we've been like, I swear the neighbors must think we're selling drugs out of our house because literally like we got these random people showing up and I'm like, hey, the package is on the front doorstep. Leave the money under the door, under the doormat. You're good to go. So I've been like, like I sold my, I had my old uh, Razor Kraken Pro uh, V2 headset. Uh, perfect condition. Nothing wrong with it. But I bought these. So I sold that today. I sold a computer, old like desktop computer I had today. So um that's really just been the norm for me. What about you, Goldie, around your house? How have things been working out with your kids and your wife? Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> uh, I'm. It's been rough for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this past week's been pretty rough. Uh, went through a little bit of a depression uh, stint. I'm mm. just starting to kind of get over it today. Um, but last few days have been, been pretty rough for me. I haven't streamed. I haven't even turned my office on. Everything was shut down. Uh, today was the first time I turned my computer on in four days, five days. And he played uh, video games with me. Yeah. Yeah. I played my first <laughs> game of realm with you tonight. Yeah. Um, it's been rough. It's been, it's been hard for me. Um, I'm a creature of habit and, mm -hmm, and sure. you know, I have a routine as soon as I'm knocked out of that routine, you know, mentally I get, you know, out of whack. I already deal with depression and, and mm -hmm. issues and, streaming on top of that and content creation on top of that definitely adds to the to the you know the, the mental status and you know so it's just a you know hit from three different angles right now this week was was a tough one but mm. um you know again you know i i know i praise my wife a lot on here but last yeah. night she you know she she had to play you know she had to <laughs> a little bit you know she had you know she had hit you with some hard truths and you know knocked me out of you know whatever whatever i was in and you know, yeah. this morning i woke up and i started feeling a little bit better you know compared mm -hmm. to what i felt the past few days so you know i'm i'm getting there um it is tough and like i said it's something i deal with i've been dealing with since i was a kid so okay. it's just it's you know it just hit me hard this week so hopefully you know uh, now this is my new norm and this will be my yeah. new routine for the next few weeks and yeah. it's just you know it's it's been a lot you know there's a lot of us in a little area and it comes in phases i bet yeah 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 it gets overwhelming so i uh, i'm you know i don't know how much help i'll be tonight but i'm here and yeah hey, we'll take you it's good for me i need you know i needed to start getting back in sure so i'm glad you know i'm glad i'm here so it's funny you say that because like um i don't know necessarily on the depression side but i think just kind of the phases side a little bit a buddy of mine who like is divorced he's a few years out from the divorce he he moved from chicago back home with his parents and like the guy's in great place. Like he, he's in it. He, he lives with his parents. He's, he's my age. He has no debt. So every paycheck's banking. He was not paying rent or anything. But the other day it was like last end of last week. And he was like, really, you could, I'm part of a discord channel with him. Real life friend. I've known the guy since I was young and he was really struggling. Like you could tell he was really struggling just with like, he, he's so he's single. And he's at his house by himself and he's just like absorbed by the news right now. Like he's just listening to the news and reading social media and chatting about it with random strangers. And like I have found, at least for me, is like I need to go with with life as usual. 
I can't be like like going nuts over the whole quarantine thing and coronavirus thing and like I need some normalcy and it's like yeah and and for me I find that like I need to be the rock for my family in that I can't be the one freaking out because then there's my wife and my kids and it's like I, I need to just kind of um put that aside put that aside and 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 it's hard and I totally understand I mean and I don't even have the depression I struggle with what about in your house clock like how is how is the whole two weeks into it now and are people getting at each other is, is is are things business as usual and not a big deal or what this as usual <laughs> right <laughs> and all it's just literally business as usual the only thing, the only thing is like i made a comment on twitter was my sleep schedule is absolutely jacked mm. <laughs> like absolutely jacked and so that's why i was saying you know after this after this podcast i'm probably gonna stay up all night <laughs> <laughs> wow so why is it jacked just because of your your stream schedule i've been, has I've been, been... staying usually i wake up every day at 2 30 in the morning Okay. Like, I get. I usually get off stream at like eleven. I don't require that much sleep, but like I usually get off stream at like eleven, and I get up at like two thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know, I start working five. I've been getting off, you know, stream stream okay. at like three four in the morning. Wow. And then and then like I'll you know I'll get off, watch some Netflix or something. I won't fall asleep till like five. Then the kids wake up at seven, and then I go back to sleep. Like today, I I went back to bed. My wife went to go pick, do the drive up grocery thing. Yeah. She got she got back home at like. 10 15 and i slept till like four o'clock holy cow my wife like, my wife would be like get your ass out of bed the kids are nutty right now that's kind of how it is <laughs> that's well, that, really that's, funny that's part of that's part of the issue i have like you know normally at night my night mm-hmm. streams i'll stream until two in the morning yeah and get three hours of sleep but my kids are then going off to school so it's just me and my daughter and i could be kind of groggy and not you know a hundred percent you know, to sit back down and start streaming for the day stream and just have my daughter. Now, if when I'm like that, now I have all the kids and now it's just, yeah. it's, I'm, I'm maxed that much more. And it's, and it's not fair to myself. It's not fair to the stream. Mm-hmm. It's not fair to my kids. It's not fair to my wife yeah. who is working. She, you know, she's working from home. She's downstairs doing mm. her thing. Like, then I start, and that's when I start getting in my head, like, what am I doing? Like, why am I doing this? It's not fair to everybody. Maybe I shouldn't do it. And then I, sure. you know, and then those that deal with depression understand when I say when you get when you go down that rabbit hole, it you once you start, it's tough to get out of that and it takes a while to get you back set on track. Well, yeah, I think the challenge is too is like people are are in and I hate it sounds kind of odd, but people are invading your space and time. Like the day to day routine, you're locked into it. And and you know, you know when you have your time, when you don't have your time, and it definitely sounds like it that like that that time is being challenged. So I totally understand. Um, so, all right, well, cool. We'll dive in a little bit from there. You know, Goldie, you had said you haven't really been streaming much. Glock, you said you've been streaming, but it's completely out of whack. Uh, what have you been playing though, Glock? Um, you um, know, the last week, uh, a lot of Call of Duty, Warzone, and then also I'm still playing a lot of Paladins. Okay, I like it. Are you sucked into the BR side or the plunder side of uh, Warzone? Uh, in all honesty, like I, lo- I love, I love Warzone. I, I absolutely love it, but I kind of have stepped away from it right now because I'm sick and tired of dying to people you can't hear. Like, there, there's so many sound issues in the game right now. It's like we were on top of a building that was like five, six stories high, and somehow three guys came marching up the stairwell, mm-hmm. and we didn't hear a, nobody heard a single sound. And they just came right behind us. And no, they did not have dead silence. It's so, it's so <laughs> scuffed, dude. It's so bad. I think. So it's like, you know, yeah. I play, I, if I play, I play plunder because I don't care if I die. You respawn, you go back yep. in. Yep. But I'm, I mean, I'm always been a multiplayer fan of Call of Duty. So I've been playing a lot of multiplayer. Okay. Yeah. I, plunder is always my first choice right now. I think for some of the reasons you mentioned about like one, there's an objective other than just make your way into, you know, to the final circle, which I'm used to. So I enjoy that, especially with the cash. I enjoy the respawn portion of it as well. That is a challenge for me is some of those things like you talked about with like not having the audio, you know, not having that sound of the footsteps, which we're so used to. Even in Realm Royale, guys, we got some decent footsteps. They're not amazing, but decent. So I can completely understand that. Um, I think the challenge for me is I'm finding with Call of Duty with the BR is a lot of the items that are in like the the traditional like 5v5 and stuff. I don't know that they have a home in Plunder or BR. And so, like, some of the things that drive me nuts are, like, the thermals. I'm like, really? Like, do they really have to be in this mode? But then also the same thing as you talked about, which was just the no footsteps drive me nuts with Call of Duty. Call of Duty just drives me nuts. 
All right, well, cool. Well, let's dive into a few things going on this week. This week's going to be a little bit of just all over the place. So if you guys are joining for the first time, usually we have a core topic that we're talking about for the week. This week, it's just a little bit of everything. Uh, we got a few different things going on this week. Um, last week, what did we talk about last week, guys? Drawing a blank. What was last week? Last week was life in quarantine. That was the first, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, life in quarantine. Yes. Yep, absolutely. So uh, let's talk a little bit. Uh, Glock, you did a charity stream since the oh God, the yeah. last event give us the rundown how'd that go good bad uglies how'd you make out actually we're absolutely insane we raised i think it was the final tally was like 865 dollars in one night wow and it was, we did 16 hours of paladins and it was absolutely blew my mind and there's actually um uh we're making a whole separate youtube video for the whole charity and i do a special shout out to goldie's kids because that was honestly my favorite part of the entire thing Oh, nice. That, 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 that was that was absolutely like I don't want to spoil anything for who was whoever wasn't there, but the, his kids are awesome. I don't know if you guys saw my retweet of his little TikTok they made. That <laughs> yeah, was, that, was that was awesome, was awesome dude. They had uh, so much fun, dude. Um, and I can't thank you enough for that. For the, the, and the best, <laughs> the best, the best part for me, which I I I went back and I had to grab it, was the when you know they had new microphones I guess that Goldie bought them, yeah. and like one was like in one of the kids' mouths. And he's like, he's like, hey, clock. And then the one kid goes, stop yelling in the mic. Like, yeah, I can't stop laughing for the whole match. They, they never used mics before. I bought them headsets just for that. It, and, it was oh, absolutely yeah. hilarious. And, and, like, and one of them was the rest of the day was just yeet, yeet, yeet. Oh, yeah. I oh, my word. I was doing my favorite, my, my part. Like, hey, hey, every time you kill somebody, you got to yell yeet. So all you hear is yeet, yeet, yeet. <laughs> That's funny. That's oh, no, cool, though. Good. We, we got, we got, it, it was, I mean, the 16 hours flew by. Um, you know, it flew by and it was, it was so much fun. There was so much support. It was, it was absolutely amazing. That's yes. cool. I'm happy to hear that. I know that's uh, kind of been one of your new things. It's so funny because, like, you kind of find your niches and, and you, people are known as charity streamers. And do you find, like, people are asking for like when your next charity is and stuff like that in your channel or, or how's that work uh, yeah because uh, so people that have missed that have missed it uh they'll come in but hey i'm sorry i missed it when's the next one i'll make yeah. sure i'm here for it you know i tell people all the time you don't have to you know like i know everyone wants to everyone wants to you know hype yep. up during the, the charity stream i was like you guys don't have to wait for a charity stream to donate the link's there yep. all the time all you do is type exclamation point charity and you know it's up to you guys you know yep but it's, it's 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 amazing to see how much support in the community that you know i'm surrounded by it's it's absolutely insane that's pretty cool well awesome um other than that from last week to this week um i was uh i was excited i finally became a gun owner um <laughs> so yeah yeah you know it's interesting because like for and i don't know if you guys experienced this before you your first time before you purchased a web a firearm but for me it was like i've thought about it for like few years and it was just always just like i'll get to it you know i'll get something like all right you know at some point and it's just it always got pushed off and it wasn't necessarily the cost it was just the for me honestly it was the intimidation because it was like i i haven't owned a firearm so um i was chatting and i was i was interested i was interested and earlier in the week over the weekend actually I brought it up to my wife because, like, you got to have that communication. I can't yeah, just come yeah. home with a firearm <laughs> and be say, like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> so, Look what I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So brought it up to the wife and was just like, hey, with everything going on, like, I feel more comfortable if we had a, had a firearm in the house. I've wanted one for a while. It's just for self-defense entirely. Like, that's the only reason. And she's like – and it, it astounded me because she isn't – no one in her family, I think, has a firearm or anything like that. And she was just like, absolutely. And I was like, all right, cool. And I was like, you know, we'll, we'll spend what we need to for safety. We'll go through some classes as well together. Like, and I was like, you will learn how to use it just as much as I will. And so now let, let's get to it. What'd you get? <laughs> I got, I have it Wait, over here. Only because sure? it's all sure? safe. Yeah. <laughs> if not, you did now. Um, I, I'm not one of those people that will fire it on stream. You see that video of that guy? <laughs> Uh, Say, I ain't got no money. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets the G fuel. Yeah, yeah. The G fuel can. yeah, boom. Um, so it is. I, I originally wanted a uh, Glock 19. 
uh, was what That's I what had. was what I originally wanted. But there are no Glocks right now, like because everybody and their brother went out and spent money on we- on firearms. So I couldn't find one anywhere, and I'm late. Like this is like weeks late to the game. So um, I was talking with a local guy uh, at um, the store, and he said, you know, hey, a lot. I said I want to stay in the nine millimeter range because of the fact that there's so much of that ammunition out there, and it's kind of the new standard. So I said, what else do you have this nine millimeter that's in the striker family? And this is literally, I know nothing about firearms. It's just reading and watching YouTube videos in last week. So I am not educated in any way. I'm just putting it out there. Um, and uh, he's like, oh, we have uh, the HK series. And he's like, would you like an HK? So I went in and when I went in to look at it, I couldn't even go till Wednesday because they, they actually were closed by the state. All gun like stores were closed by the state. So Wednesday they opened at 10. And I had previously seen another huge store nearby. There were lines out the door like crazy. So I went at nine and stood at the door. First one there. I was like, yeah, awesome. <laughs> they came outside and they were like, um, can you go wait in your car? They're like, we have this new initiative from the state where you have to wait. Like everyone has to be in their car. No one can wait in line. So I went, waited in my car. They came out at 10. They brought two people in at a time and the whole facility was locked up. And they had gloves on. They did all the works. Anyways, long story short, I ended up with an HK uh, VP9 SK. So it's pretty much the equivalent of a Glock um, is what it is. But uh, HK's side of the world. I got a used one. It was like 600 bucks. Um, and um, yeah, it worked out well. I, I kind of asked the guy for a quick rundown. You could tell like they, they weren't really interested in giving the whole spiel. They did the whole background check, all that types of stuff. So that night, like I, I came home, watched a ton of YouTube videos. First thing I did was lock my cartridge in, in the safe. Cause I was like, I, I don't need them. Like they're in my, they're in my home safe. We're just going to leave them there. Uh, and I also bought a trigger lock as well. That's what, if you guys saw that red lock, that was a trigger lock there. Um, and then that night, I literally spent like two hours on Skype with a buddy of mine who's actually my system admin at work. And he gave me like a once over on the weapon. Like, this is how you use it. This And you started out with safety and went through everything with like your trigger figure and clearing, the, clearing it and your magazine. So he went through two hours of that. Like, just this is how you use it. This is how you aim. This is how you load. All that types of stuff. So that's where I am today. But I, I've never fired a firearm at all other than like a shotgun doing clay shooting. Um, but that was but that was years ago when I did that. Yeah. But that's it. So I'm excited for it. I'm eager to go to the range. I'm eager to learn. And uh, as I had mentioned, I think to you guys in chat, like I'm super intimidated right now because I'm not comfortable. And I want to get to the point where I'm confident. Yeah, well, that's the main thing. You have to be comfortable and confident when you're, when you're handling it. And when you're eventually, you know teaching your children about yeah it, yep if you if you choose to yeah you know? yeah well when i got home literally i got home and was like all right family meeting guys let's chat and uh you know i, I brought it out i showed the kids we had the whole talk about it like hey this is what this is this is why we have it you know these are the people that touch it um you know you this is why you don't touch it it, it can kill you and you're gone forever you know that whole conversation with them and just kind of made it, we wanted to make it a norm. Like it was nothing right. special. So I was like, here, hold it, you know, had the trigger lock in it, everything. I'm like, hold it, turn it around, look at it, you know? And then they get, just because I didn't want it to be an item that was like, Ooh, what is it? I can never touch right, it. Yes, like, exactly. because that's how kids are. It's always like, don't touch the candy jar. What do they do? Right. It's the forbidden. Yeah, correct. So I do need to order a, um, a small personal, um, safe for it, uh, that I want to get to keep it in, uh, up in the bedroom. But other than that, like for now, literally like it's next to me here. There, it's never been loaded and the um, ammunition is in my safe and it'll stay there until I can get anything. So, yeah. Well, if you want to know what, what a good safe that you can put in your wall is or you want to yeah. you safe, I can let you know. Also, they sell these little red bullets, the fake bullets so you can practice loading it. Mm. Any, any questions you can get? <laughs> <laughs> let me know. So, no. I, yeah, in, in the state Go of New it. York, it's very hard to own a pistol. You have to have a pistol permit, which is a separate wow. permit. And it takes months and you have to go through the police department and paperwork and it's a lot of money and it's 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 dude i was in and out in an hour to just not do just not do that. yeah like yeah you know, so you know it's easier to own rifles and shotguns and um i personally prefer a shotgun for self-defense home defense yeah i think that's what uh opinion. what was said in chat um, as well for multiple reasons uh, a little bit more stopping power obviously mm-hmm. uh 
but one of the things you know the sound of a shotgun even if it's not actually chambering the shell that mm-hmm. is enough to scare if someone's outside your home and i've actually seen it firsthand wow just just the 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 cocking of the chamber it's enough to have people back off um you might get that with the pistol but it's not the same sound it's no no absolutely and, um and i don't know i'm sure they do for pistols but with shotguns they have uh rubber slugs which mm. If I was to fire that at you, it's not going to kill you, but it's going to, you know, it's going to knock you on your ass and you're, yeah. you're going to think twice about doing it. And then it puts it it puts little less, you know, um, strain on me or, you know, mm-hmm. and if something was to, you know, God sure. actually happen. Sure. You know, I hit you with a slug and put you on your ass now, you know, yeah. instead of putting you in the grave. So the rifle. The shotgun. It, well, it, like, like, yeah, like the rubber slugs, like little. I heard slug. Yeah. No, um, no, I, I absolutely. But, I mean, I, I totally understand yeah. there. It's so interesting because here, like, literally, I got there. We you ran through it, and I, and I kind of done all my research ahead of time. Watched boatloads of videos, did tons of reading, comparing it. Um, and uh, after, I mean, I was probably in there for fifteen minutes before the guy spun around the laptop and was like, "Hey, fill out this form." Okay, great. While we're doing this, and was like, "All right, you're good. You've you're passed. Your background yeah. check's great. All right, let's fill it out." We filled it all out. So I was in and out of there in under an hour. Right. That's how it is for me to get a rifle. I can do that. I can okay. walk into the store and get a rifle. Okay. I pistol it months. What's months. it like in your your area, Glock? Mm-hmm. <laughs> California is just stupid, man. Like my favorite part, my favorite video, which you know, I, you guys gotta look at it when this guy in California was talking about, you know, ghost guns, and he goes, he calls it like a fifty caliber clip. It can fire sixty <laughs> rounds in one second. I'm like, hey, I want one of those. Like, I didn't know those existed. And they try making these stupid laws, like we can't have more than ten rounds in a pistol. And mm-hmm. actually, it's funny. It's actually funny that it's easier. Like as as much as everyone like tries calling, and for people that don't understand, AR-15s are not assault rifles. They are semi-automatic rifles. Yep. yep. Assault rifles have been banned since I think the seventies. Mm-hmm. Assault rifles are fully automatic, but. It's funny that there's this war on air. There's this war on AR-15s, but yet it's easier to get an AR-15 in California than it is to get a pistol. Wow, that's like what and, Goldie's and, saying. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. Like, but at the same time, like everyone, you know, I sit there and I make comments about like, it's like you know, like Goldie made a comment when we were talking about you know this subject. It's a very touchy subject. Yep. I understand that with all the things going on in the world mm-hmm. and stuff like that, we can yep. sit here and argue for days. But you know, you you think about a lot of these shootings, like. You know, in my personal opinion, who owns multiple firearms, you can do more, if not, you know, you know, you probably do more damage with a pistol than an AR-15 in most of these shootings. In all honesty, mm. Mm. you know, it, it, it's you know, more. It's, it's, no, it, exactly. You, you know, it's yeah. like you, you know, you can. It's just you know, facts. It's it, you know, people are like, oh my god, AR-15. Why do you need to own one of those? Like, I want to. <laughs> why do i need a reason to why do i have two p why do i have two pcs and not one because i want to <laughs> the the the, the, op- the option yeah the option of choice that's kind of where the big one comes down to and, and, which, and yeah well the argue the argument in california is that everyone you know people that are against guns say that they want nobody to own any guns no pistols no mm-hmm. shotguns no nothing mm-hmm. and this there's there's you know, my my example. I was 16 years old. I was in high school. I used to sell drugs, and the guy I sold drugs for, he gave me a pistol mm. that was not registered, did not have a serial number on it. And what happens if I know that nobody else owns firearms? Yeah, hmm. yeah. I can go. I can go to anybody's house and then know they don't have a gun. You yeah, know, I know they're a law-abiding citizen. They're not going to have a gun. Right. Yep. Yeah. You know? That's always been my argument. Also, say it's the same thing. People can say get rid of all the guns. Sure, you can get rid of all the law-abiding citizens with their guns. But people are still. It's just like it's just like an addict. An addict is still going to get their drug. Uh, I was going to say it. I mean, still going to get their gun. It's, if that's the if that's the case, why don't we just make drugs illegal? I mean, that got rid of them, right? Yeah, I think it'd be interesting for people of uh, uh, other countries that listen to the podcast because I think their perspective will be very different. Where it's just like well, I would well, love to hear everybody's like, comments. Yeah, and absolutely, and, and absolutely, and it, you have to. And I think the biggest thing I think, and and what I always try when I'm discussing it with other people from other countries that just can't understand it is the fact of once you've had something, it's very hard to go back, and once our country has had that right. It's very difficult to just go ahead and reverse it and then also withdraw all of those weapons. So the fact that it's been in your and your other countries have done it 
years and years and years ago and now it's the norm so it's it's just anything with norm takes time and so like yes the united states could absolutely go to that it would be a very big struggle and it would take years and years and years to actually get through if it needed to but then uh, just as these guys had said once it's available it's always going to be available and if you wanted to get one you can get one like and i think the same thing applies in other countries if you wanted to get one you could get one like it's just how far are you willing to go for it um you know one of the arguments you know like i said i'm always i always like am willing to listen you know to people's like i don't like complaints but like their point of view and stuff like that mm-hmm. but one thing you will hear a lot is Oh, Second Amendment, that was written for muskets and this. Sure. Like, yep. Okay, well, the First Amendment was written for newspapers, so it doesn't apply to your Twitter comments. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's one of the biggest, it's always, oh, well, that was written, you know, hundreds of years ago. We're trying to overthrow government. And, well, yep. the government has better weapons than we do, so right, we are exactly. supposed to be equipped to be able, if the government tries to take over, defend that ourselves. Don't have, that don't have that ability or don't have that right. Now, I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of them don't they don't have what we have and meaning the ability to rise up against the government if need be. So, sure, you know, sure. It, you know, to conquer think, a nation, you must disarm the citizens. Right. And I think that is not, that's not a hundred percent why I own one, but sure. it's part of it. You know, I want to be able to have the ability to say, no, like you can't come to my home and just do what you want, mm-hmm. whether you're government or my neighbor, you know, well, yours is self-defense there at, at multiple levels. Right. Like right. small to big type of deal. So, yeah. Right. So, no, I totally understand. So, it's it's something new for me. And I, I it's a good and bad thing, but I unfortunately have a, a, the addictive personality with things where it's like with a game, same thing. Like a new game comes out, I get fully immersed and addicted to it. Or I come up with a new hobby, I get fully addicted to it. This will be another thing where it's like I have it now. And so, it's like I'm addicted to knowing everything and learning oh, everything. Another one, and another one, and no. a bigger one, and yeah. a bigger one. Well, that's how I am with tattoos. You get one tattoo, it's like I don't want another tattoo. You know, tattoo. people say I that about. I already about, want another one. I already yeah. want another one. I, I, I must, I must not be the norm because I got a tattoo in college. I still have it. It's on my back, and I never got another one. And people are like, "Oh, Show once it. you once you get a gun, you're gonna get more of them." And I was like, "Uh, no, I'm good." But, but granted, granted, I will say I haven't fired it yet. And my understanding is, once you get confident and comfortable, that's what that's when it's like, okay, what's next? Is my understanding. Yeah, I mean, I, I see, I've been firing guns if you want mm-hmm. to put this since i was a kid you know mm-hmm. i got my first bb gun when i was six years old mm. that's i was taught on cap guns and nerf guns which is how i'm teaching my kids nice there you go to respect guns you know like it starts with that like don't you don't point at the face and mm-hmm. you know obviously with nerf guns a little bit different when you're having fun but it starts with that like there's no pointing at the face sure sure that way. uh and then you know and and building off of that now i'm at about another year i will introduce bb mm. guns to them and that's where the full safety comes into yeah you sure point these are not toys they only get used when i'm around and that's how i was taught and i had bb guns for about, probably about two years and then i got a pellet gun and then i got my first rifle my first 22 when i was 10 and mm. you know and i lived in you know at the end of the island in new york and you know 200 acres of woods and it was squirrels and you know random birds were target practice and nice Although the, the you know Peter, uh, Peter. going going with that, <laughs> I, was, you know, I was just going to add to that. My stepdad, my stepdad was a military man. Yeah, and he was you know he was a, a hunter. And mm-hmm. the first when we was time for us to start going, and I shot my first squirrel. He made me cook and eat it. Like that was. Oh, that's that's you cool. Are, you you are going to take from the land. You're going to use the land. Mm-hmm. So it's you it's it's how you teach the kids, and I think that is part of the biggest issue in this country is some of the kids are. It, there needs to definitely be laws and part of it stems with the, how they're being taught and raised on, on how to use these weapons. Sure. Um, they sure. used to have gun classes in school back in the day. Wow. Maybe back, yeah. maybe back in Octane's day or something like that. I, don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I, can, I, can, I mean, even though you have, you, even though you have the pistol, I yeah. strongly suggest you take a hunting class. You mm. may never go hunting in your life. You may never pick up a rifle in your life, but yeah. it's still, it's gun safety. It's just, it's, it, yeah. It's everything. It's you know. It's showing you how to respect the, the weapon and respect others around you. And yeah. I mean, I don't know how it is in, in you know in, in different states, but I know in New York State, it's a it's a multi hour class. To you know, it's multi weekends. Mm. It's like a regular course. You know? Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, imagine, imagine, you know, no one realizes that they they need one or they want one for whatever reason. Why do I need one until the crap hits the fan? Just like sure. no one realized they needed a month's worth of toilet paper. Well, yeah. The, and the, and the interesting <laughs> thing was like like. 
you're very right. And the one thing I was talking to my wife about when we originally got on this conversation last week was like, hey, I'm good right now. Everything's fine. There's no need for it. But I'm like, when shit hits the fan, the next phase of this whole quarantine thing, if it does, it may not. It's like yeah. when more things shut down, when transportation shuts down, then food stores aren't getting food. And, and then what? You know, because guess what? Paradise is over at that point. I mean, we all hope it doesn't happen. Exactly. It never happens. Yep. But we never thought, I never thought I'd be sitting in a quarantine. Yeah. Yep. Right now. New York's the worst place in the country. New York is absolutely the worst right Mm -hmm. now. So, yeah, you never know, man. In a week from now, and there's already been robberies not not more than a mile from my house. Mm -hmm. People are starting to rob for food. And, you Mm -hmm. know, it's, it's, I, God forbid, I hope it never happens, but, you never know. And there's yeah. people like you like that are going out and trying to get guns now. And especially in New York, it's not that easy. Yeah, I would imagine. People are going, oh, my God, what do I do now? Like, mm-hmm. help. Well, sorry. <laughs> You've been, you're the one that's been saying for the last how many years, like, get rid of them, get rid of them. And now you want one well, because now it's, it's, it's hitting the fan. They said, you know, I, I, I say all the time I have I have a bunch of guns. And, you know, I also have a concealed carry license, which is very hard to get in California. But, you know, I don't go out with my gun everywhere. You know, mm-hmm, I have right. the right to. I have the license to do so. Right. I don't take it everywhere. It all depends on where I'm going. Like if I get, if I make a sale on Craigslist, yeah, I'm bringing it with me just in case. You know, <laughs> sure. but if I'm going, if I'm going right down the street to the grocery store, I don't feel the need to bring it. I'm yep. sorry, I don't, I don't need it. But at the same time, also like, my guns come out of the safe like every couple months to clean them. I haven't even mm-hmm. shot mine in like maybe eight months. I haven't gone to the shooting range, but it's like. People act like because you have a, you have a you know just because you own a gun that like you go everywhere with it. It's always in my car. I'm, <laughs> you know, it's, I, I'm going to my kid's school. You know, I'm you know just dropping them off. No, it's I have it. Like mine haven't even come out of the safe in like eight months. I mean, the one thing the one me. thing we'll kind of wrap up our gun t- talk and kind of j- or firearm chat and start to move into, into more gaming. But the one thing that bothered me, especially in Pennsylvania, because it seems so easy to get, was and and maybe I'm crazy, but you could go ahead and get a firearm without ever knowing how to shoot it, but you can't go drive a car or drive a motorcycle without knowing, like there's a test for it. So that's the one thing that bothered me, even as kind of that guy that's like the the noob here. It's like, wait, why can I purchase this without anyone even telling me how to use it? I bought the weapon, I bought the ammunition and everything, yet nobody was like, hey, here's the safety part of it. Here's how to use it. I feel like and some people might be like, no. And it's like, for a first-time firearm owner, it should be required. There should and, be a and class. I agree. There I've, needs o- to I've be always some said looks that. On some, there needs to be some changes on some things. And yeah. Needs to be looked at. Part of me believes, now I don't know mm-hmm. if this is fact, but part of me believes that if you, we weren't in this situation right now and you went to that place, you would have you would have gotten your questions answered. Yeah. You would have taken the time to see yep. you. Yep. But I'm sure with everything going on, they already know people are waiting to get in. They're trying to get you in and out. In Correct. And, and, out. I, and I want to believe that. Okay. I think so, it's just the principle of like, there's but, no but license. on the flip side of that, you shouldn't be going in there and being able to, and that's, and I do agree that with people when they say there needs to be harder restricted laws. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But, you know, it's, to take them away, that's the, the issue I have when people are like, they need to be taken away or mm-hmm. be able to get them at all. I don't agree with that. Yeah, it's just the one thing that like it almost rubbed me the wrong way to be like like this is too easy type of deal, and it was just, and it was necessarily not like from a violent perspective. It was more the like there's no education here. It's right. literally all. It's like a. It's like my. It it literally and this sounds crazy, but it's literally like my six year old son going to a car dealership and buying a car and then getting in it and driving away. Yep. It's it's well, just. I, I couldn't find it, but you did, did you have to take a questionnaire or anything to get it? You know. Yeah. So during the during the process on the laptop, it was like, are you convicted felon? Are you addicted to drugs? Um, uh, so, no, no, we actually have we have to in California. We have to actually go to a gun store and take a like it's like really stupid questions like oh like oh if a gun if the barrel of a gun says five five six mo what oh none of, of that none of that none of that no, i literally like, it, was like, nope. it was almost like a dmv test right we had to take that you, you, can only, you can only, out of like 25 questions you can miss six which okay. is pretty high but um and then also when we buy our gun no matter how many guns you own you have to in front of them um you know the little red bullets i was talking about like you know, the little fake they're mm-hmm. fake bullets where you can actually safer than dry firing your gun, you know, without anything in it. Um, you had to put one of those in the magazine, put it in the gun, and then take it, out, you know, unchamber it, oh, with, clear and it. like ba- basically with you know without pointing it at somebody, doing it safely before they actually give it to you. And and, and Goldie that, that, Goldie was that, saying, little... what? Goldie was saying while you were gone 
that based off the situation of that store right now and like the craziness of like how busy it is that on that a normal it might be right. and goldie was saying just on a normal day that it probably would have been business as usual and that probably would have come up and it wouldn't be busy it would be crazy and and they would have right. taken that time but due to the fact that like everybody was out in their car waiting there was a line outside like I, yeah, I I think that's sense. probably why. And so it was just one of those, like, like I even asked them, like, hey, when are your next classes? And they're like, our classes are canceled until all this clears up. I was like, damn. So that's yeah. why that's why I reached out to the buddy of mine who's in the military and was like, give me a once over because, like, I don't like even having this without knowing how to properly use it. Like, how to load it, how to, you know, everything. Like, just didn't know how to do any of it. Right. So, yeah. Uh, any last comments on that? I know we went down a rabbit hole, but I, that's fine. I, I, I can literally talk about that for yeah. like five shows. <laughs> yeah, all I, all I just have to say, well, if, you're st- if, if, if our conversation hasn't pissed you off enough, leave a, if you disagree with yeah. anything, I want to I want to hear comments. So yeah, good good yep. or bad, good or bad. Yeah, and good or bad. Just uh, last thing on it. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. You know, <laughs> be safe with it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, enjoy it. And, yeah. Yeah, I, it is, the last thing I'll say is it's one of those things where, like, my wife and I are very much adamant that, like, this is nothing special. And we want to, like, right. forward that to our kids, like, a push on to our right. kids. So, like, this is nothing special. Like, this is, this is just, daddy bought another side of golf clubs. And that's all this yep. is type of deal. <laughs> the best we can. Um, so, yeah. All right. So, moving on, uh, we're going to jump in. And this will kind of spark some conversation on big streamers, on ad streams page streams uh this past week actually i think it was yesterday um dr lupo encouraged jd randomly played paladins on stream um as an ad and uh i thought what we'll do is have glock go ahead and play our audio and then we'll kind of kick off the conversation so go ahead i'll increase the reload speed by 10 percent 15 a lot of people need me most what happened uh, could you cancel the queue so you can oh. like make a lot of any i'm building the loadout yeah restricts this is this is a sick piece of this game that is not in any other game that I know of that's like this, like the MOBA FPS. You don't mm-hmm. get to do this anywhere else, which this is wild. Yeah, the, lo- the lot of aspect of Paladins is really, really cool. Time takes Player lasts longer. That was it. Actually, I want to make a quick comment about that clip. So the person you hear explaining that to yep. Dr. Lupo, uh, you know who that is? Uh, I don't recall his name. I heard it a million times yesterday, though. That's, that that is Avi. He is a senior. Um, oh, that's right. Is, yep, is senior community specialist or whatever. At at uh, high res, yeah. Senior community specialist at Evil Mojo Games, Paladins, Paladins mm-hmm. Pro. Um, I know that because he actually came in. He he donated to that sixteen hour, uh, mm. you know, sixteen hour Paladins, you know, charity stream. He. Jumped in, played a couple games with me on the Paladins channel with Incision, and I have been in talks with him ever since. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I'll leave. I'll leave it at that. But nice. you know, he's a really cool guy. And so basically, um, you know, if you haven't heard, Paladins is now on Epic Games Launcher. Yep. On the main page, so there you have. If you've been playing, you have noticed there's been a lot of new players on there. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what they're doing, but <laughs> and, and I actually found out a new fact on Paladins I did not know because everyone always says, oh, this looks like Overwatch. This looks like Overwatch. And actually, Dr. Lupo is the one that said it. And yeah. His chat his chat kept making comments about this game copied Overwatch. I did not know Paladins was out before Overwatch. Yeah, when I it, was when I was playing, only because I had it, a lot of uh, relationship with high res with Smite, when I, I played in the closed alpha of paladins where literally you loaded in you were in the game for 30 seconds like you got let's say they got like 15 20 people together in the community in, in a private uh it wasn't even like discord it might have been the ventrilo then or something and oh my god man jesus yeah and they went ahead and said all right everybody queue up and everybody queued up and it went in and then we we literally got 30 seconds into the game and it crashed for everybody and they're like all right cool thanks guys good week of testing we'll see you next week for our next play test <laughs> so like that's when we started playing the game and it was well before like Blizzard even like said anything or did anything. And they were actually going to launch the game into closed beta and make it public. Um, and uh, it was going to be available. And then Overwatch went ahead and dropped. And it was like, oh my gosh. So then, of course, it's always first two. It's always first to that release. So, yes, this yeah. is age old so, argument. 
Yeah, I found that out from Dr. Lupa, and, you know, so it's kind of like when you get people in there, oh, this is just like Overwatch, I can go, ah, no, no, this is out first, buddy. <laughs> but yep. it's, you know, it's a free-to-play game. Uh, Overwatch is not free-to-play. Uh, so, of course, you know, with a game that's, people don't understand, with a game that's not free-to-play, you're paying to play it, they have way more income with their player base, you know, especially... If I mean that, yeah, that being a player base, they have a lot more money to spend. Yep. But I am actually very excited that Paladins has been spending money on marketing, which I know Octane is going to have some comments on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, you notice Paladin, you know, they it was not cheap to get Courage JD and Doctor Lupo to play. I think they for like eight hours or something. No, like it was that. four. It was four hours each. I don't know. It was it was long. So eight eight hours. Long. Eight hours. Either way, you're right. Eight hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was uh you know that's not that's not cheap to get those two guys to play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, and it's and it's interesting um, because I definitely didn't expect it. But the reason I smiled a little bit there was because I swear somewhere like a, a few days ago, somebody made a tweet about the fact of wanting to see like high res spend money on streamers for ads. I don't know where it was. It was somewhere on Twitter. Octane pro probably said that. No, that wasn't me. (laughs) Someone, someone else said it and I read it and just glanced over it. Cause I'm like, they don't do that. Like you don't see that. Like that's not in their marketing plan. Um, and what was I, what was I freaking listening to? Oh, got it. I was listening to Todd Harris he was um, speaking on a podcast uh, about three weeks ago, and they just released it recently. Um, and Todd Harris, if you guys aren't familiar, is one of the founders of Hi-Rez Studios. Now he's with Skillshot, which is just a off branch of Hi-Rez that uh, separate. They do all the production stuff independently. And he was talking about how when with Hi-Rez Games, they decided to go a different route after tribes from a marketing perspective and instead of going with your traditional marketing where it's like advertisements and billboards and tv clips and stuff like that it was more we're going to invest in esports and we're going to stand up our own leagues and we're going to use all that marketing money there and i made a comment that the glock saying uh i'm mentioning a little bit there is like i am very happy and thrilled to see them falling into line because i personally feel that there is going to be more ROI and return on investment for paying these big streamers to play their games than let's go ahead and host an esports league. And I know all these pros are going to be like, no, we like being paid. We like our salaries. We like our tournaments. But what are you get? How is that valuing them? Like, is there true girth? Because I feel like high-res esports has plateaued entirely. It is yeah, never, it, it is just me and yeah. smite and paladins and all that. I mean, and they even got into the situation last year where like they were paying salaries and team houses and all this stuff. And it's like, imagine taking that money and making paladins a household name like Fortnite has done instead of just hosting in your little bubble. And like you're paying for people to play your game professionally. How is that growing? Like you're staying in your little bubble. And it's like, to me, you know you've hit it when other organizations and groups are approaching you to say, hey, we want to turn up a tournament server because we want to host a tournament every week instead of you so, pocketing it. So my, my, my thing is why why are they going for Paladins right now? You have Rogue Company about to come out. Mm-hmm. Right? They just uh, Yesterday or today. A they trailer. Yep. Trailer, right? Why are you – why are they putting money into Paladins for these streamers to do it when you have Rogue Company coming? Why? To me, that's just bad marketing. Like, I understand Paladins is there, and Paladins seems to be like the, the game that they really want to push. But you have Rogue coming. I, I don't. I just don't. I don't get that. Like, I wonder if some of it I, is behind the FPS shooter. The only, thing, the only thing I can see is you're just trying to get the high res name out there. Oh, people are playing Paladins now. What else is high res making? Oh, mm-hmm. Rogue Company's coming. But even then, it, that, that doesn't make sense. Like, just why not wait a month and say, hey, you know, Dr. Lupo and Courage, here's this game. Play this for four hours. That may know? that may come, though, next. Because yeah, no, I, I was going to say, I was gonna say don't, don't get too far ahead of yourself there. <laughs> no, it may come, but, what, but, but why, but but why okay. do the power? Why now? Why now? Yeah, why what now? I, what right, I why think now? is, out of all the high-res games that are out there right now, I think there is Smite and there's also Paladins. They're the two two top games, and they made a deal with Epic to get on the Epic Store. So you're having, you know, so it's all timing. Two, yeah, it's all timing. So then they were like, okay, well, since now it's on the Epic Store, like if you go to Doctor Lupo's page, I just did. I opened a tab. He's playing Animal Crossing right now. 
Yep. Um, and right there, the very top panel on there is Paladins free fifty dollar bundle if you download the game. You know, so the, it's in the very top is panels. So you know, I was like, I think what it is, is you know, maybe trying to get the you know now that you have the game on a bigger than Steam mm-hmm. plat you know platform, you got two of the biggest Epic Games guys out there to play it, and I guarantee that that to me it almost guarantees. You're gonna do the same for Rogue Company when that game comes yep. out. You're gonna pay these guys. Like I know people are still pissed off the Rogue Company's not out, and but all of us here have the game. I don't know if you guys have played it. I played it last week, and they have made a bit of improvements, but um, you know, it's nowhere near anywhere that nope. it should be. Nope. Nowhere near. Nope. I've seen certain things get fixed, but I'm sitting there like, you, if you guys think Realm has been bad, you guys <laughs> this game. I, 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 and honestly, I watched that that clip yesterday, the gameplay, and it it did not excite me. Like, I, like I've I've watched. I, I don't. You know, I, I wish they did. I wish they released it. In my personal opinion. Yeah, I I just like I've had games like that. You know, the, everyone has a game they're waiting for, whether it be Call of Duty or whatever. You know, you wait. You know, that you get that clip and you get hyped for it or and, yeah you know you get excited for it i watched that clip twice because the first time i said right, maybe eh, i'll even watch it again <laughs> and i was just like yeah this doesn't do anything for me like this is not they they you know when we were all at hrx i'm going back to hrx again um <laughs> you know we had we all had to fill out a feedback form after we played the game every single person i know that went and filled it out was what's one improvement you want to see in this game. Everybody put clunky movement, the movement style and stuff like that. And it's still the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like the movement of it. Other than that, like I've seen certain little, you know, bugs, which we can't talk about, but like I've seen certain little bit of things that I was, I put in the feedback and get fixed. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't think that game's even going to be ready by, you know, August. And in my personal opinion, I don't think it's anywhere near ready. This they, out, wanted, they wanted it in January, and I was like, you guys are freaking high. So <laughs> I I personally think, and this sounds terrible, but I think Rogue Company is going to flop. I, I think when I, it first I think comes it's, out, they're going to they're gonna get all these downloads, all these streamers to play, and it's going to go down faster than Realm let's, went down. Let's think about when Realm hit, not even, when Realm, okay, when Realm hit Steam, a lot of people don't realize this because it's really funny when they come in and they're like, how long have you been playing Realm? And I'm like, two years. And they're like, no, you haven't. It's only been out on Steam, XYZ. And I'm like, yes, and I played it a year before it hit Steam. When it hit Steam, you had your ninjas, your shrouds, you know, whoever else playing Realm for your first time. Some of it, and it's like, they played it. They said it was a lot of fun. The concept was awesome, but it was just so clunky and buggy. Rogue Company is going to hit and it's going to hit Steam day one or whatever. Maybe it's Epic Store, maybe whatever. It's Epic Store. And it's going to and it's going to be terrible. Like and my challenge is and what bothers me the most about High Res is the fact that they don't polish their games before they release them. And I think it has something to do with the cash flow where it's like we need people playing our game even in alpha and beta buying skins because we need that cash to continue developing it. And it just it drives me nuts because it's just like holy cow, like really? Like that so- that's where we are but last comment i was gonna make i'll let you jump in is todd harris the other day said about smite for them to build smite it was 26 million dollars 26 million dollars to build smite now i will say smite was a lot more polished than paladins than realm because i played all of them all the way through their entire infancy but the last point i'll say there too is their betas smite and paladins betas were all in beta for four years before they even came out of beta think of it now realm royale is in year two of of its lifespan year one of its beta can you imagine waiting two more years with the way it is now before it even releases no that's that's one of the issues i mean i I, I almost say for for anyone that has keys and they're listening to this i know you guys have like the fact that there's that that's skin issue that, you know if you guys know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. referring to like it's been there for like two months you know the the duplicates yeah that's all, that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> like how is that not fixed <laughs> so like one of the things i have an issue with like you know obviously you know i am an xbox player and playing on realm and as an xbox player as a player and, and i'm not even gonna say console in general in realm console can 
can keep up with PC to a point, mm -hmm. right? This PC is still going to have the advantage, but you can still keep up. I can go into a PC lobby, have no issue, and mm -hmm. go. You know, you start getting more on the competitive side, I might have a little bit of issues. Sure. Paladins, you can go in there and play with PC guys. I can keep up. You get on the competitive side, you might have a little bit of an issue. I feel in this game, there is such a gap. There is no keeping up, and that's going to be that's going to be one of the downfalls because you're talking about with rogue company with rogue company. Yeah. There, there is no keep up Xbox, keep up PC. There is such a big gap with it because of the way I feel the mechanics are and the way it's built and the way it moves. And this is going based off of what I've been playing. Sure. sure. Without getting too much into it, but I, I going up against a PC player every time dead immediately, not even having a chance. So if if they're going to do it, they have to keep it separate. You can't put it together. If it's put together, you're going to destroy the console community to the point where they're not going to want to play. I think I think that, Rogue Company is closer. It has to be separated. Yeah, I think Rogue Company is closer to a traditional shooter than any of their other games. And now, as we start to get, as they start to build it towards a more traditional shooter, let's put it towards CS:GO. Good example. Right. Uh, CS:GO and and. For a console PC aspect, I don't even know if it's available on console, but you can imagine right. they're on they would be on totally different playing fields. Like right, and that's yeah. the issue that you have when playing this way. Yeah. It's like, all right, like I don't mind now it's beta and which yep. out, but if this if this gets released like this and I'm getting forced to play with PC players, like yeah, I get it, it'll make me better in, in the long run, but there is like there is no. <laughs> But that's just my opinion. So I want to reel it back in. Life. Yeah, let's reel it back over a little bit to the conversation, and then we'll kind of end stream uh, and things for tonight. But do you guys feel? Let's talk about it. Pay, paying your streams the marketing route, or going the route of investing in your esports leagues? What would you like to see high res do for their games from here? Because it seems like we don't have the analytics to say, hey, it was pretty successful. But it seems like it was pretty damn successful. So which route do you think is best? If you were in the seat today and it was to say, you know, hey, this way or this way, which way would you say and why? Streamers, because, you know, I think it gives you more exposure to the game than esports. I mean, right. look at how Realm did their esports in the very beginning. And there's an eight-hour league. Like, what the frick? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, think, I would... I think... go, ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say, I was I think just pay, you know, pay a streamer, you know, to play for four hours, whatever, three hours, and basically give their opinion on the game, I think that that's going to get your game more exposure in the long run. And then right. you can worry about esports, you know, when you have the player base. There you go. That's that's exactly what I was going to say. Pay the streamers first, get the game out there, get the base. The esports will follow. This esport will come with it. I will say the one thing when, you know, this is, you know, a little bit different, but I'm sick and tired of games coming out in beta and alpha and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I, I, I'm, I'm tired of unpolished games. Steam, uh, Steam, unfortunately, is the culprit of that. They allow um, that, yeah. and it I'm, sucks. I'm tired of it. Look at Fortnite. I mean, they, that's not they, a beta game. I don't care what anybody says. It's, but, <laughs> it's not a beta game. And I and I understand the the reasoning to keep mm -hmm. the beta part of it yes. because you have bugs and issues and be like, well, it's still beta. Like, yeah, you know, it's, it's a fallback. It's, it's, it's an excuse it's, it's to keep it fallback. free. Yeah, it's a fallback. It's an excuse. You can keep it for free, you know. But. Uh, so the one thing I wanted to comment on was the fact that with Hyrus Studios, the, the thing that bothers me the most, and I, I and this might grind some people's gears and frustrate them, is the fact that <laughs> Hyrus Studios is a game development company. They went down the route of trying to do their own leagues for the longest time with Smite and Paladins. Then they created a sub-company called um, Skillshot, and Skillshot did it, okay? Now Skillshot has completely broken off, and they're not even part of Hyrus. They could be hired by Hi-Rez to do it, but what Hi-Rez has decided to do, let's say, okay, skill shot, go do your own thing. You know, they're hosting leagues for all different games now. Hi-Rez is now rebuilding that production team internally. Like, so now Skillshot is a production team, and Hi-Rez is building a production team. And I hate to be an asshole about it, but it's like, you guys are a, you're a game developer. Why are you trying to be a publishing guy? Like, why are you trying to host tournaments and manage all of that? It's like, take that money and put it back into your games. And great example. We got three people on Realm Royale and Trapper's been the same way, broken for seven months. It's like, that's where it's like, man, that money could go so far reinvested. Just polish your games. And just as you guys said, you guys want to branch into that advertising marketing side? Perfect. Do it. Look at the big wigs and do it their way. Invest in some of these big streamers 
and it'll go a long way. But up till about the last three years, this whole investing in streamers to kind of do these ad streams was not a thing. Go back like four or five years ago. It's like you publishers weren't playing people to play on Justin TV or Twitch TV. Like they weren't, play, you know, it's, it's literally like the craze right now, but it's effective because these people get thousands and thousands of viewers. And I'm not going to, I'm not saying this because I have, you know, I have a pony in this year. Yeah. But if you want to get into the esports side, find an organization that has been doing it mm-hmm. the correct way. Example, Bok Bowl. That has the has a following. Hashtag ad. <laughs> hashtag ad. Hashtag this a new uh Bokbowl. promo out there for the next for the next Bok Bowl next month. Oh yeah, yeah. Go, yeah, check, right it sure. on, go check it on Twitter. New uh, video. But uh, anyways, but like find find an or if you want to get on the esports side, find an organization that has been doing it correctly, that has a following, that has you know a, a player base that mm-hmm. has that that doesn't have the issues, that's doing it without their help. And if you want to start going in now, start helping them like. If they just say, just say it wasn't, Bokbo wasn't rogue. Let's just say Bokbo mm-hmm. was power. Sure. Right? Or Bokbo was rogue. We have the base. We're doing it correctly. They, you know, go to those organizations here. We will help you out now. Bringing in our community, our player base. We'll give you, uh, you know, $500 for a prize pool. You do all the work. We don't want to do any work. You do the work. And, you know, and that's how you could get on the esports side instead of just saying, we're going to run it. We're going to put the money into it. We're going to do this. And then it flops. You know, that's that's their issue. You know, put the money into the streamer side, back an esport organization that is already doing it or has already figured it out and, and knows what they're doing. And and you will see the, the incline that they would get. We all know that won't happen. But, you know, if, if I hope... I hope, especially with now, if Paladins, they're trying mm-hmm. to grow that. And with Rogue, if a, if a company comes along and says, hey, you know, we're going to start Rogue tournaments. <clears throat> not saying that we're not, but, you know. <laughs> but, you know, they would say, okay, look, we'll look into this and say, okay, maybe we'll help you out here. Yeah. Are we, we going to call that lag bolt? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> so the one thing is interesting. If you guys go back maybe five years ago plus, you, ha- you still had, or maybe it was a little more, you had MLG was still out there. ESL was still out there. Um, you had all your Sevo leagues and stuff like that. A lot of that diminished when Blizzard actually stepped up and said, we're bringing Blizzard esports internally. And they started doing everything internally. High res did the same thing at that same time. Like they were doing some community stuff in smite very early on and they weren't trying to do anything, believe it or not. It was funny. So high res started out with smite and they started doing a community stream. So they had people on their team on the high res smite team, would stream for three hours at a time for like 12 hours, like sort of 12 hour day. So they were their own staff members. There was like uh, Bart was in there and Kelly was in there and there were a few other people in there. Mamacita, some of those people that moved into a 24 hour stream that they hosted on their channels. So like their Smite channel had it, Paladins had it at one point that went ahead and developed into their own publishing company. So this didn't come out of nowhere. It was like stepping stones to get there. But it's a shame because now Blizzard has gone ahead and withdrawn that. They're not really doing their own like leagues anymore. And High Res is kind of the only one out there that's kind of hosting their own except for I think Fortnite, right? Fortnite Epic hosts their own their own, but other than that it's like it's like Epic and you got Dota 2 and League of Legends that are all kind of doing their own in-house production and, and, and tournaments and stuff like that. It's just, I don't know that high res has the, the cash flow to, to continue doing what they're doing with esports. Nope. I don't think so. they, they, they do. Nope. I, I, I think like, I, I, just, I mean, well, la- I, look at last I, year to this I mean, year. I hate to say it, but it's just like, you know, as much like everyone knows, I love high res studios and the people yep. that work there, but like the way they do things is just so backwards. Yeah. So backwards and just, <laughs> frustrating man it's just, yeah. it just gets to you like yeah. you sit there and go, what are you doing like i know you guys are all super nice and you know mm-hmm. easy to talk to but it's like it's like you take our opinions and our feedback that you ask for and you go <laughs> you know? well and that's how it feels sometimes and like i the one thing i found chatting with some of the develop the developer uh entmoot was like the, the feeling i got behind it was their hands are tied like their hands are always tied when it's like, oh yeah, the, can you guys do something like this? Like I think I did. I chat about that with you guys about the coronavirus yes. last week, where yes. it was like you guys could do this. It would take an hour of time to put it in place, and it was like, ah, uh, we just can't do that. We don't have the manpower for that. And it's like, holy shit! Like why are your hands tied at every corner? But it feels like that, and I think as a community, you feel like that with all of their games. 
where it's just yeah. like, why do we feel like your hands are tied in all of your games? Like, why, why is that? Like, what is going on? So, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so let's move on from here. Uh, get out of this rut that we kind of dug ourselves into. Yeah. Um, other than that, we'll, we'll kind of wrap up the show here for today. Uh, if you guys are interested in topics for us, please let us know. Hit us up with comments. Uh, tweet at us. Uh, our Twitter is Dads in Gaming. Um, at, or just tweet at any one of us. We'll pass on the information there. I think that would be great. Uh, if you guys enjoyed this con- content, please go ahead and subscribe or follow on whatever platform. If it's audio, if it's on YouTube, wherever you're finding it, go ahead and go and uh, subscribe to that uh, for your commitment to come back. And let us know your comments, guys. We talked a- a- on a lot of hot topics tonight. Let us know your feedback. Let us know your concerns. We're definitely interested. I think on the audio side, does it allow anywhere on our audio side? Podbeam allows comments, right? Yeah, Podbeam allows comments. Okay. Um, only Spotify sure. does. Only Spotify does. No. Okay. Podbeam does, or they can, you know, at the Twitter. Yep. You know, that's can. probably the best place if you're. We find our audience is shifting more audio. We were talking about this at the at the yeah. beginning of the show that our audience is shifting from a video audience to an audio audience, which is fine. Absolutely, no problem. Um, in that case, you know, if you find you have so much to talk about, feel free to just blast us on Twitter with all your thoughts and feelings. Uh, I think that would be and we're, this lots is, of fun. This is eight, which is cool. And we're two away from, from you know, 10, 10. which is that, yep. you know, that first milestone. Um, I would love to do what we talked about. I mean, you know, we've had mm-hmm. some people bring it up to us. So um, I know I know my uh, better half is, is willing to do it as long as you guys. <laughs> my wife just, just asked about it yesterday. Oh really? I say that'd be like a week ten thing, milestone. Yeah, that's week what I'm saying. Week, week that's 10, what we're saying. Yeah. Episode ten, I think that would be. A great I say we, we we probably kick it off a little bit and then say, "Oh, we're gonna introduce the wives." Yeah, as, as absolutely. Yeah, I like and it. And just, I like. Uh, we have to figure out how to get them all. I mean, figure out how to get my wife a headset so we can all hear hear, or we just let them. Oh, I was just let them sit down in the chair. Yeah, Here's the yeah I mean, go for it. Yeah, go for it. That's what I was gonna do. We get up and just you know we probably sit next to them and then they just go with it. I yeah, like a list it. of questions for them to answer and you know yeah. I was gonna do this. I like it. I like it. All right, guys, we're gonna head out for today. Once again, thank you guys very much for joining us tonight. We do appreciate it. Um until next time, take care.